You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked under the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick. Thank you for writing at WFA.com. Joined as always by Morgan Price of LoneStarBall.com. Morgan, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Uh, I'm all right. I'm ready for the Rangers to leave New York, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. This game went um, not as badly as yesterday's game and not as good as the game before that. And so it was just a, a medium game. Rangers lose 4-1 to the Yankees. Um, Lance Lynn... Does not look like his normal Lance Lenny self. Only goes five innings, allows a pair of home runs and three walks. But uh, yeah, it was just not great. Uh, let's just start with Lance Lynn. I feel like, I don't know. This is another like subpar start in a row. I mean, he did have seven strikeouts and like the runs he gave up were both on home runs. One of them to Judge and one of them to Torres. So like, it's not like he was just like completely getting battered. I mean, he did have like eight total base runners in five innings, but I don't know. I, I kind of want them to skip his next start just to like, or give him an extra day's rest or like something. Cause I think the dude's tired and could use some help. What about you? Yeah, I agree. And I think they could definitely do that with them not playing any Mondays for the rest of the um, season. They have like four off days before the season's over. So they can definitely kind of like, rework the rotation a bit and yeah it, it just kind of seems like the whole season's kind of catching up to him and I think we talked about this his last start where you can just kind of tell because he's either just keeps he's not as efficient with his pitches like he again went over 100 pitches but this time only had five innings of work rather than six or seven um and yeah the Yankees definitely took advantage of uh him being a fastball pitcher um Luckily, not as many home runs as I kind of expected for them to hit against him. So I'm glad he kept it to two. And it was, I mean, four nothing until the ninth. That's not like a super huge uh, loss, but it still, it still kind of feels like once they the Yankees kind of start hitting two homers and it's four runs just seems against them just seems like kind of impossible to come back from. Yeah, and like it. I mean, green. They, it, this is a bullpen game, so like yeah. it wasn't like. I mean, they have a really solid bullpen, but like it wasn't like all these insane guys. I mean, um, gosh, I forgot about. Uh, is it Corey? Is it Corey Garen? Yeah, same same Garen that used to be with the Rangers that had that really nasty slider that pitched yeah. the. Um, he pitched the ninth inning, but like of these people, like there weren't that many that were like their ridiculous guys. I mean, they had Ottavino pitch one inning and uh, Britton pitch um, one inning, but like. Other than that, I mean, Green pitched two innings. He's got a 4.84 ERA. Um, Sessa has an ERA just south of four, and um, none of them allowed runs until Corey Gear, until Corey Guerin gave up that home run to Rignet Odor, which was his 22nd home run of the season. I think he's second on the team to Danny Santana at this point, and somehow he's leading the Rangers in RBI, which I don't really put much stock in RBI, but it's funny how the broadcast keep talking about like, Oh yeah, he's like, 
hits the lowest, like has the lowest batting average to lead a team in RBI, like or on pace to like have that stat by the end of the season. And it's like, wow, two utterly old <laughs> and mostly useless statistics being used to justify each other. And I'm like, wow, I really don't care at all about that stat. But also I care just a little bit because it's a little bit neat. Um, but yeah, offensively, the Rangers didn't have much going. I mean, Guzman and Odor were the only, actually, and Solak were the only ones who were able to, um, to get multiple hits, but they just couldn't string anything together. And it felt like, I don't know, it felt like the early season or like early August offense um, to me. Is that, is that kind of your feeling as well? Yeah, it was it's it was just a very weird game for them because you kind of hope with since like they haven't played the Yankees until now and that's what five months into the season like you kind of hope like okay they've had this long to like see other teams play them maybe they'll kind of like figure out their pitching and like hit against them maybe the Yankees are a little more fatigued and they just kind of after Monday's game they just kind of fizzled like there was just nothing to the offense at all. Yeah, it was like they used up all of their their runs on Monday, which yeah. um, not a good strategy. Um, no. They didn't need all of those runs to beat the Yankees when they were shutting them out. Um, theoretically, they could have saved all of them for today and won the series. But you know, it's fine. That's not how baseball works. Um, but sometimes I wish it would because that would make more sense and um, it would be really interesting if baseball worked that way. Like I, <laughs> I'm just kind of thinking about it and how weird that would be. Um, but yeah, Willie Calhoun um, had kind of a rough series. I think he got maybe two hits for this whole series. And um, I feel like he's kind of pulling the ball a little bit more often than he should. Like even balls are like well away. And I've seen him go oppo on like some of the pitches or like be able to hook those with authority. But right mm-hmm. now he's just kind of driving a lot of them like on the ground with, with no power. Like his last seven games, he's hitting 192 with an on base of 267 and slugging um, just under 350. So yeah, he does have one home run in that span um, and walks as many times as he's struck out, which is good to see. Um, it's just the results haven't quite been there. And that's fine as long as it's like as long as the walks are like it's not like he's striking out a, a crap ton. Like he's still making contact. It's just his balls aren't finding holes and he's being a little bit too aggressive. But it makes sense with how the offense has been doing the last like, I don't know, early August and like late August actually as well. Um, but yeah, it's almost like he's trying to do a little bit too much. Um, I kind of feel like that, that way about almost all the offense right now Yeah. and when they go in their slumps, is that, is that your takeaway too? Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of them when they're in like extended slumps or it just feels like none of them can kind of like get in the same kind of groove, they all start to chase more pitches or try harder. And I think like that overcorrection of trying to chase pitches hit harder try and pull the ball more than they normally would I think that's what really starts to affect them because then they're they're just overdoing overcorrecting what they're doing at the plate and that's that's not really going to help them either yeah I mean I I feel like it's really you can really see that from Danny Santana who struck out three times and and four tries a day and I I I think it was Evan that was tweeting this out during the middle of the game but it was something like a 10 or like 20 at bat streak where like half of at least half of his at bats um ended in strikeouts for Willie Calhoun. He's just I think he's just exhausted. They're all exhausted. Yeah. Um being asked to carry a lot more um than they've been used to. Um and gosh, I, I just want Joey back. Like Joey, please yeah. come back. Um 
it's just gonna make everything better because that's what Joey does. Like I need I need like two Joey bombs before the season ends. Like that's <laughs> that, that's what I need in my life. I can't I can't handle the baseball like another off season going without like I, at least two. I would settle for one, but like I need at least one more like legit Joey bomb in my life before um, the long long off season comes. But um, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk about um, the back end of the bullpen and then looking ahead to the series in Baltimore um, right after this. But first, we're going to talk to you about Postmates. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9, a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you need all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. Download Postmates and save the code LOCKEDON. So I feel like the the best story besides Ruge getting his home run, and he also got a bunt hit, was which was his other hit, um, which was just absolutely perfectly placed down the first base line. But um, Jabot and Farrell um, were for me the two highlights of this game. Um, how do you think they did in their one and two thirds and one innings of work, respectively? I mean, I think they did good. Neither one of them walked. Neither one of them hit got or gave up a hit. So that's really encouraging to see um especially just the fact that both pitchers did it um and usually like obviously you want your bullpen guys come in and not give up anything but occasionally a walker hit that's not that's not a bad outing as long as it doesn't turn into a run or multiple runs or like a a big bad inning um so it was it was really encouraging to see both of them especially against again the Yankees lineup any of them could hit a home run at any time, and it's not going to be like a like a little freebie homer. Although there was one homer this game that they said would only be a homer in Yankee Stadium, which is a little unfair. If it doesn't <laughs> count in all the other stadiums, it shouldn't count there. Um, but whatever. Uh, guess we can't change that. Uh, but like, yeah, can you I... imagine jo- Joey Gallo hitting in this stadium for like eighty-one oh games my a God. year? He'd have like eight hundred bombs. Truly, like it, a lot of bombs. Like his his like he would not have a single like fly out to right field. Like they'd <laughs> just all be home runs. That's just what it would be. Um, but yeah, Javel I feel like has a lot of a lot of potential. Um, yeah. And I really like what I've seen out of him. Uh, Farrell, I don't know. Um, Guerrero definitely has some good stuff. He didn't have a great night tonight. Um, walked a pair and gave up a hit and a run um, in just one third of an inning of work. But Overall, I've liked his body of work and um, actually all of these guys. Um, of those three, I think I'm highest on Jabot. But I feel like that's enough talk of this game. Um, Yankees hit home runs. Yankees pitch well. It's just yeah. blah. I'm, I'm tired of talking about the Yankees being good about good at baseball. What about you? 
Yeah, I'm I'm done talking about them. I'm hoping when they come to Arlington, the Rangers will like be really like territorial and be like, we have to show off. We got to beat them no matter what. And then it'll just work out. So hopefully it's just like at Yankee Stadium. They're good. That's how it works, yeah, right? I, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish that... I- kind of wish they would like switch the last two series as though like the last games that the Rangers are playing aren't against the freaking New York Yankees who are going to need those games to win right. and, and like get top seed in um in the playoffs. I wish like they they played the the uh Boston last. Like just yeah. that last game, I want the last game to be a win. Like I know the season has been like disappointing and and all that, but like it's the last game in the stadium that's been there for, what, is it 20 years, 25 years? Um, uh, t- ooh. Over I... 94, so 25 years. Yes, because I just have to do how old I am. Good Lord. Right, me too. <laughs> but then but then it threw me off because I was like, okay, but you would count 94, and then like math is hard. I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> We've talked about that's this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, a quarter of a century in that building, and so many great things have happened. Like the first World Series game of this franchise is played in this building, so got to go out with a win. Like there's yeah. been some really good like game 162s um, and 163s as well over the years, but like I want this one to be like one of the best of ones that like don't have any actual context for like needing to for like meaning in like getting into a playoff spot or anything like that. Um, anyway. Let's talk about uh, this four-game series in Baltimore. Um, all Eastern time zone starts. Bless it. Bless it up <laughs> all the way. Um, I don't think a single... Uh, yeah. None of the starters for the Baltimore Orioles have been announced. <laughs> Gosh, I just lost my voice like literally right <laughs> in the middle of a sentence. And I have no water here for once in my life. Um, anyway, it's coming back to me, I swear. Uh, <laughs> So Thursday, um, Allard starts, and then we've got um, we've got Brock Burke on, on Friday, and then TBD, who I think is uh, Ario Harado's start, um, or at least his like notch of the rotation on Saturday, and then Mike Miner closing out on Sunday. Um, I feel like I feel like a series win is like not that big an ask here. Um, right. But maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm being greedy, asking for a series <laughs> win. At least uh, if. A, a series loss would be just extremely disappointing and kill like any kind of momentum the Rangers had. Uh, what what are you looking for from this series? Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping for. I would love a series win. I don't want to say anything about it because I always end up jinxing that. So I'll take a split. I I really don't even want to say I can't see them losing this series because I've said that before and then jinxed it. But like I re- Baltimore's terrible this year. Like. We have to be able to win or at the very least split a four game series against them at the, even if it's at their stadium. Like it, it has to be possible, um, hopefully, because I mean, going from the Yankees to Baltimore, like that's a big difference in pitching and hitting. So I, I feel better about Rangers offense being able to get at Baltimore. Um, I'm also kind of excited to see Hanser Alberto. Again, even though he is with Baltimore, I don't care. He's, He's doing like great. 15 home runs this year. Like, yeah. That, he was a guy who was projected to hit like three home runs. I, Baseball, I know. The balls are juiced. And, That's what I'm saying. Right. And he, he hadn't had an MLB home run until this season, and he has 11 
Also, I know batting average is kind of like crap now, but he has the third highest batting average in the AL. Eighth in no. MLB. Yeah. No. 323. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hanter always did that in, like, the um, – was it the Venezuelan or Dominican, whichever summer leagues that he would hit in, yeah. he'd go down there and he'd hit like 350 or something like that. And then like yeah. for so many years in the minors, he hit like around 300 and stuff um, because he had, yeah, here I'm pulling up his, his some of his minor league years um, and the average the averages that he had. Yeah, um, with the uh, Gigantes in uh, the Dominican League, he hit 322 um, and Round Rock in his final year with Texas. Um, in 2018, he hit 330. Um, but Gigantes in um, the year before that, he hit like 330. Um, and uh, in Gigantes in the year before that, in 16 games, he hit like 380 and 364. Like every single year he went down there, he hit like over 350, um, which is kind of insane that he was like so good at that. And like like we talked about with him before, he's like he's the anti Joey Gallo. He is like Mr. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Singles, like just oh. pure batting average. And and speaking of that, I had a, uh, I saw a stat the other day because I saw he got um, his 11th home run. So then I was just like looking at tweets about him from the Orioles because I was just like having a proud, happy moment for him because he's like he's one of my favorites. And I was really sad to see the Rangers uh, cut him. Uh, but I'm really happy with how he's doing this season. Even like he could hit a grand slam against the Rangers. And I honestly would not be upset about it because just imagine his pure excitement for that like he he freaking gets excited at everything um he really does but I saw a stat and I thought it was a very interesting stat because to me any stat that includes any ranger former ranger and then Derek Jeter's name is kind of like really fascinating so it said uh the Orioles tweeted this out on August 27th don't know what the day that is because I have my September calendar anyway um he had on that day, he had 58 singles versus left-handed pitchers, which is the most in a season since 2012, passing Derek Jeter, who had 54. Wow. Yeah, He's, Derek he Jeter is the anti-Joey Gallo. Yep, he really is. But And he had a five-hit game the other day. Of course he did. He just <laughs> does that. Yeah, yeah like, for, how, for context of how little power he hits for, um, in nine seasons of the minor leagues, so 730 games, Okay. which is uh, like about three and a half times as many games as he's played in the majors. Um, he hit 38 home runs in that time span. And in 119 games this year, he has hit 11 home runs, which is kind of insane. Just that's that's the, crazy. Yeah. Balls are juiced. But um, <laughs> good on him for for um, taking advantage of that and doing so well offensively. I can't believe that the Baltimore doesn't have like a single starting pitcher listed for this entire series. Like not even tomorrow's game, like just TBD, 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 all of them. And I don't so, think I could even name one as a possibility. I don't think I could either, which, yeah. I you mean, could make up a also, name right now and I'd be like, yeah, sure. Hit him. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> Lulu. Lulu Ortiz is in their system, I don't think, or he was at least, uh, the former Rangers first round pick, I think in 2015 or something, um, who was part of the uh, Jonathan Lucroy trade to Milwaukee. Ah. And then, of course, uh, Baltimore somehow picked him up. Um, 
I'm literally looking up the Baltimore Orioles like starting rotation. And I feel like they should have a bunch of Rangers. I know they traded Andrew Kashner, but other than him, I felt like they had like six of them. I know they have a former pitching coach. Um, Yeah, of course they did. No, (laughs) not Baltimore Ravens. Stop it. Um, Orioles. I swear we're going to. There we go. Baltimore Orioles depth chart. Okay. This is on their actual site. So let's see. Um, Oh, okay. I do know one of these. (laughs) Literally one. Um, Okay, no two. Um, Dylan Bundy. um, Oh, okay. John Means. um, So those those are the two. And then um, A. Wojciechowski. Um, and then A. Brooks, which is, um, I don't know what either of those A's stand for. And um, normally I'd feel embarrassed about not knowing this much about um, an MLB team, but the Baltimore Orioles are only barely an MLB team. So <laughs> yeah. I don't really feel that embarrassed by that, but it happens. And which is why I want the Rangers to at least win three out of four in this yeah. series. Like, just please don't embarrass us. Although Baltimore is five and five in their last 10. So it's not like they're totally in the dumpster right now. But still, please, get some <laughs> momentum. Go be good enough that your last week you can at least win one game against the Yankees. If you can just like repeat what they did in game one of the series against the Yankees on the final day of the regular season, that'd be great. That's that's all I need. Even if they get like even if, if they get beat in like the rest of the homestand, just that one last game will make everything better. Yeah. Um, at least for me. Do you feel the same way? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I I feel confident in this series just because, I mean, Allard, Burke, Minor. Like, I feel like if the Rangers lose any of those games, it's not going to be because pitching let them down. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, the old Orioles pitching, I mean, they're, they want to go in and extend their streak of most home runs allowed. So Yeah. Now is the time to, to get your, your dingers in and, and make sure that they, they set that record where no one else will ever break it of most, most home runs allowed by a pitching staff for, for a single season, which I'm pretty sure they set in like mid-August or something yeah. like that. It's just been ridiculous how many homers they've allowed. But hopefully the Rangers can take advantage of that. And I don't think Joey Gallo is going to be back quite yet. I mean, we might It might be like another week or so, um, if not like two weeks. Who knows? Um, just this would be a perfect series for him to get back because then I would get probably all two of two or more of, of the Joey bombs that I wanted before the end of the season. Um, anything else in the series that you're looking forward to Morgan? Um, well now if Joey Gallo does come back for this series, which I realize is not very likely, but now that you've mentioned it, I would really like to see him play to get on base. So then him and Hanser Alberto can have a little friendly chat. Cause I know they're like buddies. That'd be great, yeah. And um, if anyone was going to catch uh, Joey or um, Josh Hamilton's uh, four home runs against one single team, um, yeah, it would be Joey Gallo against this current Baltimore Orioles yeah. pitching staff. But alas, I'm pretty sure that it's like a next to zero chance. But I think Joey is like actually on the road trip, so uh, yeah, he he'll at least get to like okay, good. So at least get to say hi to his old buddy, and maybe they'll cup check each other. Who knows? <laughs> Well, that's as good a note as I need to, to end this episode on. Thank you guys so much for subscribing, listening to us uh, through all this very fun uh, September baseball and um, all the 40-man rosters and 
the nonsense against the Yankees and hopefully a beatdown of a series in a good way um, for the Rangers in Baltimore uh, this weekend. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing and telling your friends about us. Really appreciate your support. Make sure you're subscribed anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Morgan Price, at Bryce Patrick, at Lockdown Rangers. We really do appreciate your support. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod.